Welcome to another episode of the Daily Buzz. I'm your host, Lucas Bean, and I'm here today with Asher of Lazy Lions, one of the co-founders of Lazy Lions. What's up, Asher? King, how's it going? Good, man. Good. Are you uh you sound like you're just waking up? Are you just waking up, man? No, nah, man, I'm good, but uh <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, I feel like it's a bit of a dream. Hey, speaking with you again. I mean, shit, it's a, it's a blast from the past, no? It's too long, my man. It's too long, my friend. I've been uh, wanting to get you guys back on the audio cast, and then I was just like, you know what? This is a perfect time. You guys were like trending on Twitter like crazy, and I was like, what is going on? Well, the question really is like, what's not going on with you guys? You always have something going on in your community. Um, why were you guys trending so heavily on Twitter over the last couple of like? I would say last couple of days to weeks, I've been seeing lazy lines everywhere. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I think we're probably trending all the time, so it's uh, a bit hard to I, get. I agree. Rest. By the way, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, but look seriously. I, I mean, uh, lazy lines like throughout since we started. I mean, and you, and you would remember, especially with the early days, right? Um, and, and with the NFT space being how it was as well. I mean, the activity on social media was. It was very, very intense, right? I think that's what grabbed a lot of attention, um, you know, from, from people in the space. And um, it, even to this day, you still see that, which is incredible considering what's going on with the overall market. So um, I don't think there's a specific reason. It's just, you know, just everybody roaring on on Twitter like we always have been. But um, I love that. during a different time. And just so, you, just so you know, everybody knows in this space, the first interview I ever did for any project was Lazy Lions. I love that project so much. I bought a bunch of like Lazy Lions. I was just like, why does this speak to me so much? And then I was just like, you know what? Maybe I'll just reach out and like, <laughs> like ask the, ask the community and ask the founders if they want to come on and like just chat it up a little bit about the project and all that stuff. And you guys were like, unbelievably like instantly were like, yeah, whatever the community wants, I'm willing to do. And it seems like the community wants to, wants me to talk to you. So like you were instantly like, I'm in. And uh, you did it again today, um, which is amazing. Like, again, it was a, a little bit of a scheduling thing like for last week, but this week it came, came out really well. And, you know, there's probably people in this audience, Asher, like I know it probably sounds crazy like now seeing that we've been in this space. Like think about how long you've been in the space. I've been in the space. It feels like forever. And yet it's only been like, what, like two, two and a half years like not a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're right. I mean it's it's yeah, it's been like a year and a half now I think actually since uh, since August 2021. Yeah. And I do remember that space really well. Um we were docs at the time. No, oh, no you sorry, we were not. You docs. Were not we were on, yeah, you were not yeah. docs at the time. Yeah. We were on docs, yeah. Yep. Um that was a really good space. Yeah, I remember the reaction from the community as well, and um, yeah, just even like that brought in a lot of people too. So that yeah, that night was a really fun time. Yeah, and I hope for like, like hopefully like we do that here too. When people are listening to the space right now, that might not be a lazy lion holder. Like that's what I want to kind of get out of this is like, you guys have like stood the test of time. There's a lot of people in the space that have not like 98 percent of the projects, maybe 95 percent. If I want to be a little bit more cordial about it. 95% have not been able to pull off the stuff that you guys have been able to pull off. Like, can you kind of give us your, um, kind of like your origin story of like how, what led you to lazy lines? And then like, why do you think it's been so successful? 
Yeah, for sure, King. Thanks, man. So, yeah, and I, I can probably give a bit more flavor to it compared yeah. to the last time I asked that question now that we, you know, we are all done. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> man, so, you know, I've, I've, some of the community members would have heard this story before as well, but um, obviously I co-founded it with Nine back in August, um, but we had been looking into NFTs at like beginning of 2021. I think it was around March um, when we spoke to each other and like looked into it and it really just hit us almost like instantly. I remember like the first day looking into it, jumping on a call with nine and I'm like, okay, this is, this is going to be big. Um, and what like really made sense for us was um, in a gaming context, how important NFTs are going to be. And I don't think we've seen that just yet, which is actually quite funny because we thought that would be one of the first things. But I guess just as, the, as part of being naive about it, I think most people are. And then you see the whole skepticism from the gaming side, right? Yeah, it's hard. Um, it's hardcore skepticism. <laughs> oh man, it's so intense. And <laughs> you know, we felt that because we tried to make NFTs for gamers, for for streamers, because that's you know what we were, felt most natural about. So you know, I, I learned a little about um, like a really in depth how NFTs work, blockchain, how the smart contracts, metadata, all that kind of stuff. Figured it all out. Tried to do it for streamers, and like nobody cared, right? Like no one replied. Um, so like, okay, that doesn't work. Um, and at, the, at that time, Bored Apes, CryptoPunks, they were really having their moment. And then what what made sense for us is like a second, like, aha, it was how you can build your own IP and then share that with the community. So you're almost like you're co-creating together, right? And then you're just like sharing the benefits of that. Um, and, and that was just so wild because it's like now you don't really need to just, you know, because how would you traditionally do it? Right and like how has it been traditionally done? And you would know this, right? Right, like being in, um, being around that entertainment industry too, right? Like traditionally, the big IP it's all owned by like a single corporation. You know, they're the ones who go build it out. Um, you know, the early adopters, the early pushers, like they get nothing out of it. Um, IP goes mainstream, and then what? Right, they exploit it for all it's worth, and all of that gets sent straight back to that corporation, right? Yep, merchandising, um, merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> It totally gets, I totally agree with you though. A hundred percent. The company like benefits the most for sure. Yeah, man. And it's like, I don't think a lot of people know that like the amount of like coin that comes just from like the merchandising side, right. Um, for some of these IP brands, but like that's how it's traditionally been done. And I remember when we were speaking about this, like back in August of 2021 or September was, um, that's like the big dream of like NFTs, right. And how, but the difference is now because we've got NFT tech, all these NFTs can then own the IP to that specific NFT. So it's like when this thing does blow up and it does go mainstream, it's not just that single corporation that, you know, gets to exploit it and keep all the wealth, right? You've got this new possibility of the community gets to exploit it together. And, uh, you know, I think that's like, it's incredibly fascinating. It's incredibly exciting. Um, And, I feel. I think we. I think we're still yet to see that play out in a big way, but um, I do think it's just a matter of time. So, so you and you and uh, you and Nine Line down there. I can see him in the audience. Glad to have you, Nine. Um, so you guys basically were thinking about this since like March of 2021. You guys were, you know, basically, you know, trying to establish like what, what do you plan on doing and like how is that going to work. Were you guys like thinking like, okay, this is the community I plan on building, or this is like going to be a great community building tactic, or was there? Did you did you think the success would come this strongly for for Lazy Lions like out the gate? 
or were you guys just very hopeful? Uh, no, it definitely surprised us. Like, um, you know, we definitely ain't big with everything we do. I feel like this is just how we are, right? Like, why not, you know, why do something if you're not going to give it, you know, 110% kind of effort? Um, and we did, but like the reaction was, no, I mean, that was incredible. It was, it was almost like, and you know, <laughs> like the early days, I mean, even still to this day, like, you know, I find myself like pinching myself sometimes and going like, damn, like this is, this is really um, happening. <laughs> yeah, this is really happening, right? And it's like, um, that's awesome. It's like, <laughs> um, because I mean, I mean, you were there around the early days and anybody who was as well, was like very intense. I mean, I remember our social media accounts as well, just to give you an idea, because, you know, we assigned different people to it. I think we had like three or four people at the same time just trying to clear out notifications. And like, because the task that we had was like, hey, like everybody who joins Lazy Lines or Interacts, like they should be like engaged with from the main account, right? Like that, that was just like the thing. It's like, you know, if people are taking their time out of the day and they're like getting an NFT, they're entering the community, like engage with them from the main account, right? Yeah. So we did that ourselves. And then we had like, yeah, like, <laughs> like three or four people and then you just couldn't keep up with the notifications. Like it was that intense just to give you an idea of like, um, you know, what was happening during the, during those early days. But, um, no, I mean, it, it definitely surprised us, um, but super appreciative, right? Like it's just one of those things. It's, it's always very humbling to see the reaction from the community and just how passionate everybody is. Um, and, you know, extremely thankful for that. Yeah. Well, we're extremely thankful for, for having your community and also you guys as leadership, I think in the, in the NFT space. So, Hats off to you there. The question to you is what do you think the big thing that, that you guys did, like that made the big, you know, basically made lazy lions, basically a blue, like a, in my mind, you're, you guys are a blue chip NFT. And I know everybody just says that term all the time. I really believe that though. In this case, you guys are, you know, you guys are, have stood the test of time. You have great floor pricing. I, I see even my favorite trait of the, you know, the lazy hat is my favorite trait. Um, it's still got a great floor for that trait. I mean, how do you guys pull this off? Like, let me know, like, what you think, like, the magic is here. Yeah, man, it's, it's a really good question, and I think it comes down to a, to a couple of things, right? Um, you asked, you know, how did we go about building community in the early days? Um, yeah, I think what worked really well was sharing the values of the community and like what. You know, me and I envisage it as like the community that we wanted to build together. And you can't control these things, right? Because I mean, first off, like we're working in a decentralized space. Anybody can come in to the community. So that's like, that's number one, right? Um, so I don't think anyone can really like curate it unless of course you're, um, you're, you're literally like whitelisting um, every single entry. But that takes away from the whole point. So, um, you know, the, the values that we shared early on, um, I think just really gives everybody like an indicator when you do join the community, like, is this the right community for me? Right. Yeah. So we made, we made sure that community itself was the core focus um, of the project as well. Right. And, you know, we shared those values. Um, everybody's a king and queen. So we treat everybody like royalty. Um, you know, like the bigger the kingdom, uh, the bigger the jungle, sorry, the bigger the kingdom, you know, meaning that, right. Like when NFTs win, we all win. Right. Because it's early days. We shouldn't be, I'm just super focused on just trying to compete with each other and, you know, trying to take, um, you know, almost, almost like just fighting for scraps at the moment because it's really about going mainstream and when that happens because that will happen. Um, so, you know, those kind of like values that we shared early on, I think were really, really important because it just gives everybody an indicator of like, this is what the community is about. Um, and then, you know, you couple that with, um, 
uh, rewards, which I think worked really, really well. And again, just because it ties into those values, right? Like as the project succeeds, um, everybody in the community gets to gets to share with that success, right? And that's a that's something that will never change, right? Like that's going to be core of Lazy Lions, and you know, forever, really, and you know, until this um, until the very, very end, because. You know, for us, we we figured that community really is like the most important part of any Web three project, right? Because without it, it's just not going to happen. Um, you know, so we're, before we, you know, as we we're like doing our investigations and just um, determining the project that we wanted to build, that's that's what we had in mind. And um, as you can see, I think that's worked. Obviously, yet yeah, you know, our bets sort of have been working with that. But um, yeah, and you couple that with like some good timing as well, which I don't think anybody can really control, right? We were just looking into the space at an early time. And so by the time we actually launched the project, it just happened to be really good timing. Right. Yeah. I like that you guys like freely admit that like, you know, it was just really great timing too. You know I mean? That's, that's what most success is anyway, right? You're preparing, you did your research, you prepared. And by preparing, doing your research, getting ready to, to launch a project, you successfully did enough research and timed the market where if you weren't showing up into the space and you just like ignored it, you wouldn't have been successful. And a lot of it, everybody goes, you know what I mean? Like preparation meets luck. You know what I mean? Preparation meets like opportunity, you know, you find luck. And in this case, like that's kind of what happened with you guys. And it's not a by, it's not a by accident thing, right? Like even the, you know, uh, you know, uh, the apes found luck too. They didn't, even the founders have said like time and time again, we did not expect to have this project sell out. It was just going to go the way it was going to go. And, Maybe we'd make some ETH and then move on. And in this case, like you guys, you know, did your research and did a similar thing, right? You're like, hey, maybe this will work really, really great. And it just happened to blow up, right? Pretty much, man. I mean, you know, like, because we, there wasn't, like, we didn't enter the NFT space in probably, you know, I don't want to assume here, but, you know, I would imagine most projects um, probably saw what was happening with the space and saw, like, you know, an opportunity to just make, you know, potentially a lot of coin and, and you know, and, and do whatever. But like when we found out about NFTs, it was really the tech that really got to us, right? Because like back in March, like it wasn't like, you know, there weren't projects coming out every single day um, compared to like in August when, you know, it was pretty much insane. I felt like at that time anything was minting out, right? <laughs> like it was, it was crazy. Really- <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> There's no question. Yeah, about it. Like there was projects that were like people were like just like ripping the art and like sticking it back up on OpenSea and everybody was just like buying it. It was a melee. It <laughs> uh, really, really was, man. And, and, you know, so like I've got that programming background. I've got the gaming background. So, so that's what really like opened it up for us. Um, not so much, you know, NFT projects just minting out all the time. Like you like you um, correctly mentioned, right? Like with Board Apes, like around that time, I think it was they launched end of April, right? And so when we were looking at it in March, like that wasn't really happening. You know, projects weren't just like minting out all the time. Right. Um, that was just the thing that happened in August. Um, so it's like to be ready for then, you had to be. You know, like understanding the blockchain and like NFTs, like deeply enough to actually be able to go and like start the project. Like that took a lot of time, right? Like that took months of just researching and figuring out, and just you know, there were less materials back then as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So, question to you is like, what what do you think was like? How did you guys find? Uh, you know what I mean? Like your the people that worked in your on your Discord, your mods, all that stuff. Like, did you find them all from your community? Like a lot of the other projects, or did you guys like source them out? So like out like outside the uh, NFT space. 
Um, a bit of both, but like um, d- during the beginning as well, like, you know, our first uh, person that we brought onto the team and still with us as, as well as our, um, is Aaron, right? And he, um, you know, he's been helping with community since day one and, you know, I'm just like super proud of that as well. And, you know, we have like, um, we, we have different, like, so we have volunteer mods as well who have been like absolutely incredible. We have got this like concept of like raw kings and queens, um, you know, they help with, initially it was meant to be for like Twitter with like, um, you know, the activity there and uh, maintaining that like level of presence. But it's almost turned into this, um, you know, what's been really helpful for us is like a feedback channel. Um, you know, we can have like really intimate conversations there. Um, so, you know, that's been really awesome. So like there's like different types of like roles with the community. They've just been, you know, really, really helpful in, in building this project. So, um yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's how it. That's how it's happened. How have you guys been able to, uh, like, when the bear market hit? Did you guys like? How much of the community kind of like turned on you a little bit? Where I've noticed, I noticed a lot of projects where like the communities like just came at the project founders and holders and all that stuff. They're like, okay, now that we're not, you know, not the price go up. They're now like, okay, what's the extreme utility of this NFT, right? How many of those did you have to deal with a lot of that when the bear like hit? Or was it was it a little bit calm for you guys? Man, like nothing that really like, you know, was like a massive like surprise or like, oh no, like um to be fair, it really wasn't that bad, like from my expectations of it, just like understanding how, you know, people react and like what was going on. And obviously like it was a it was a pretty scary time. And you know, for like um you know, just be realistic. Like we're dealing with coin here. Um, you know, this is like a major economic crash. Well, like the first time right. that it's happened like this in what, like 13 years since 2008, nine. So it's like, um, it's a big deal. And like for a lot of people, myself included, like this is the first time we're going through this, um, like as an adult, right? Like I'm 29. So, um, you know, it's obviously a big thing. But like the, yeah, like the community reaction, um, like FUD and those type of things, like nothing more than you would really expect. For us, it was a little bit of like weird timing because we had a mint and, you know, you always get like a certain level of FUD um, and people are going, oh, you know, like there's a whole bunch of, you know, Ferraris and it's like, it's not a Ferrari, it's actually a jet that we're getting. But anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, you know, so there's always that kind of level, but um, I think for most people, like, um, especially some of the more maybe like I would say like experienced holders and people who have been around and, you know, seeing these, um, you know, these crypto cycles happen before. It's like, let's just keep going. And, and particularly people who are like in the, I've noticed people who are like in the VC space or have like done like, um, you know, put their coin into things. And, you know, it's obviously like early stage startups, those type of things. Like, you know, these things take time. Um, the NC space was like super, super rushed, but, um, you know, we've got big goals and, um, hasn't changed for us like we're gonna still obviously keep going with that it's not like we uh the bear market like took us by surprise as well i think most people were expecting that to happen like you know uh, there were some pretty crazy things happening in the nft space like we mentioned the projects minting out and some of the mint prices that were going on for totally random projects too so um just a part of the cycle i guess right i actually what i really liked about your project too and i didn't know about it because i was just buying the nfts because i really like the art and uh, obviously the community was amazing. Like it was one of the best communities I definitely bumped into in August of 2021. They were just super welcoming, always said hello, always said what's going on, like very welcoming in the discord. 
question goes to you. Um, tell me more about rewards, raw rewards. And like, how did you guys like structure, come up with the structure of that? And how did that, like, are you guys still doing raw rewards or is that like a thing of the past or how does that work? Absolutely. Yeah. So we're still doing rewards. Um, Love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know this is I mentioned this before. I feel like it's been super critical to the success of Lazy Lions. Um, and I guess just to give it a bit of background, so Rewards is our rewards program, um, and essentially it's it's aimed at rewarding those who help build the brand um, together. And so anyone who has a Lazy Lions NFT is eligible to join. Um, and if you do a you know a few simple but key things that you know really go a long way towards helping. Um, the brand get you know more exposure, like things like changing a profile photo, um, like having a lion emoji, and there's a few other like criteria that you can have as well. Then at the during the early stages, it was that there was a bit of ETH that was distributed um, on like a monthly basis, but you had to do those. You know, you had to meet the criteria, so you weren't just eligible for it just by holding the lion. Um, and you know, we worked with legal to make sure that was fully compliant as well. And um, you know, really for me, and I think how people appreciate it was like, you know, whatever was happening, it was like the community was able to share in the exploits, right? Um, yeah, as the brand was going up and up and up, um, you know, community members were rewarded for building the brand together. And I think it's just the idea of it more so than the actual amount itself. Because um, it got to a point where like, you know, during the early days, it was like what everybody spoke about. Like, hey, rewards, rewards, this is awesome. I haven't seen it before. You know, it's very innovative. It's um, definitely, like, it's definitely awesome. Like it, it was, it was definitely a reason why I was buy, I bought more. I was like, more lazy lions is better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, many people like that as well. And it, and it was really cool. And, uh, you know, since since it's launched, we've, you know, the project has distributed like, over a million dollars USD in ETH, right? Um, and that's like actual ETH, not. Um, you know, a random token with a you know very small liquidity pool that you know only a couple of people or a handful of people are able to um, you know receive those rewards before the whole thing goes to zero. But this was proper ETH, um, and you know we've changed it up a, a bit since then. We've moved up to Rewards 2.0, which instead distributes lines to you know a certain amount of people, um, and that's a random draw. And you know we've got some exciting stuff on the way for Rewards 3.0. I'm really excited about this because it's really going to lay down like the future of um, lazy lions and it's going to allow us to be able to reward members in a, in a very cool way. But yeah, there'll be more info on that when we, uh, when it's time to share. Yeah. I like, I like the 2.0 though. I like, uh, that you guys were giving out lions. So it makes a lot more sense actually to do that. Um, especially, you know what I mean? Cross borders and stuff, you know? So that's really smart. I like that. And, uh, what do you tell me more about the Cubs? Tell me about the Cabanas. Tell me about the whole like project and like where you guys are with it. And what do you guys see for 2023? That's the that's the thing that most people are going to want to talk about. Like, what are you guys building? So, there's Cubs, there's Cabanas. What else is there? Tell me, tell me about everything. Yeah, man. I mean, it's come a long way since we. Um, I know. I know. Last, <laughs> well, <but> okay. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so there are a couple of other NFT collections in the ecosystem. You know, comparatively, I think like the dilution has been pretty minimal. So there's lazy, um, there's the lazy bungalows, which are uh, social media banners, and what it is, it's a really cool way to like display your other NFTs, right? So it's almost like a gallery for social media. Um, and what's cool is in the smart contract itself, you're able to connect your other NFTs in this bungalow 
So, I mean, you can record that link on the blockchain and that'll be there forever. Um, and, you know, but if you don't want to do that, you just want to show off your NFTs on social media or if you want to do both, you know, you absolutely can. You can do it on the website as well. And, you know, as you can see with like my profile, you know, I've got my little Forgotten Ruins guy, which was, you know, like this first NFT um, profile photo that I actually got. Um, got the charity tree project and um, one of my other lazy lines as well. So, you know, it's an easy way to display more than just the one profile photo that you have. And because that was something that we noticed early on, like the user experience of that. It's like how are you meant to show off your other NFTs? Right. Uh, yep. So I figured this was, uh, this would be a cool way to do it, specifically also with like non-profile photo NFTs as well. So that's Lazy Bungalows. Those were um, a free claim for everybody in the community who had a Lazy Lines NFT. And then there was a small batch that went on a public mint as well, uh, just because they were like heavily requested, um, obviously because the, the brands, you know, got a ton of popularity. And then we had Lazy Cubs. And so Lazy Bungalow, sorry, just for context, they were released in September of 2021, so quite a while ago. And Lazy Bungalows, uh, sorry, about this and was really exciting as well and received a ton of cool feedback was, you actually, they're the lazy lions going back in time, right? So, like, the story of this is, and we have a comic book that we actually also gave out as a free claim to everybody who had a set. Um, yeah, highly suggest reading the comic book. I think it's really cool. It goes, I think I was rugged, King. Oh, I can see the oh you were the one who was, okay. You were the one who's rugged. I'm sitting here in silence going, did I get rugged? What's going on? <laughs> oh, man. Where did, um, where did we cut off? Uh, dude, we, we cut off right before you were like, okay, we have the Cubs. And then as soon as you said the word Cubs, <laughs> it just went silent. I'm like, oh man, is it my Wi-Fi? Is it my, like, what's going on here? <laughs> I swear I thought it was me. I'm like, man, but it was you. Okay. Sorry about that. Are you, uh, are you over in Australia right now? Or are you um, in America? Ben, yeah. No, I'm in Sydney right now. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, it might yeah. be, it might be your, your Aussie Wi-Fi, dude. I don't even know. I don't know what you got going on over there. You know what I mean? It's a bit upside down here. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sorry about that, dude. I almost closed the space. I'm like, okay, I got rugged or someone. <laughs> uh, go ahead, man. Uh, you were saying, um, so the lazy, it was basically the yeah. lazy lion cubs, and then you cut off. So I apologize that you cut off, but let's start from there. No, no worries, man. It's all, it's all on Twitter. I, um, I'm just getting some like feedback that maybe the explanation went through. So maybe like me and you can communicate, but it feels like the community was probably able to hear that, but just quickly, so just in case anybody did miss that out because of connection issues, um, Lazy Lions, that's the top one, the OG. Uh, Lazy Cubs was released in May of last year, and that's the second tier of membership. It was a free airdrop of Lazy Drinks, and they allow you to generate your uh, Lazy Cubs based on the same traits. It's a really cool story. Recommend people read that. Um, it goes into the antagonist glitch and how Lazy Cubs came to be. Um so yeah, highly recommend everybody reads that. And then there's also the Lazy Bungalows, which are almost like a gallery for social media and you can showcase your other NFTs and they were a free claim um, as well as like a small mint because of the extremely high demand um, back in September of 2021. So, you know, that's that's like the ecosystem. Yes, there are a few other like um, NFTs and you know, like freeze, free NFTs with um, like collectibles on Polygon and, and those type of things as well. But those aren't really as like diluted, right? Um, the main ones that you would consider are like those three. Yeah. Okay. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. So that was, uh, the, you launched those May, 2022 for the Cubs. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Okay. Good to know. I was so, like during like the peak, 
yeah. crypto crash. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you were literally right on the cusp of like everything going down at the same time. Like May and like June, early June were like the days where everybody was like, oh, okay, everything's gone. So uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Good times though. Um, you know, it's funny. You'd think Twitter spaces would be working better by now. You know, it's been, uh, you know, like you said, a year and a half of just doing Twitter spaces and um, for, you know, just between me and you at least. And uh, you know, I, I've been doing spaces since the last week of April of 2021 and they still kind of rug you and still, still, uh, you know, still suffering a little bit. So. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, you know, we've been pitched on like a whole bunch of like different, like alternative uh, like spaces products as well. Um, seeing some cool things. I, I feel like tipping should be like a big thing by now. Hey, you'd think so, but people don't really care unless it makes them money. You know, not many people are that, you know, generous. <laughs> Usually it doesn't work. It doesn't work in, uh, on, in this, uh, internet times, at least during, a, yeah. at least during the bear market. So yeah, I agree with you though. There should be a lot more of that stuff going on. Um, especially for creators and, and obviously big community members and everybody that's like keeping community together. I think that's super valuable. It keeps yeah, them, it keeps them wanting to do it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely, and it is a unique thing to be able to generate. Like, there are a few like platforms who can do it really, who have done it really well. Like, obviously, like Twitch, where like it's a very big thing, and they've like almost like it's like integrated into how it works. Um, I don't know. It could be cool to see something like that potentially. Yeah, I agree. And I've seen some. Uh, have you seen like third party like um, spaces coming out, like uh, tools for spaces? Or are you talking about just the tools that Twitter put out? Um, I mean like, uh, tools from like outside of Twitter, you know, and, and I mentioned the whole tipping thing cause we have like a ton of community members who, um, who host spaces all the time, yep. which is, which is awesome. Right. Cause as you know, like spaces are so important, especially in the NFT space, um, at the moment anyways, you know, who knows how long that'll be a thing, but I think it will be for, for quite a while. Um, and just be awesome to be able to, you know, for, for them to be able to earn a little bit as well with that. Um, and so like tipping could be a really cool way to do that. But yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I totally agree. I think, uh, I think spaces between you and me live audio, I think might take the place of podcasting. Um, you know, it might turn into a podcast after the live audio space actually happens. But, uh, I really think a lot of these live audio spaces are because they're like top middle and bottom of a funnel that you could actually talk to somebody on here and they're not sure about you. They can then like go, wow, I really like what this person said. Get them down to the middle of the funnel and the bottom of the funnel. They, they take part, sign up for a newsletter, buy a lazy line, you know what I mean? Whatever the case may be in this space, whatever you're doing on social media, social audio allows you to like convert people because they can hear you talk. They hear the intonation of your voice. They can either determine whether you're, you know what you're talking about or not, or they, they think you're not. And then they just move on and, and leave. But uh, I think it's I think it's super valuable. Plus, there's a two way communication rather than just like listening to a podcast. So I don't know, man. I think it's going to take over, but that's just my gut, and that's why I've been like on social uh, audio for like two and a half years now. <laughs> it's crazy, but good yeah. times, man. Man, absolutely, yeah. The two way audio as well. You mentioned like super critical. Yeah, think about it. I mean, right now we don't have to have cameras on. Although I I am starting to do some video stuff this this year, actually this month. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. You can just roll out of bed and be on Twitter spaces. You don't have to have like fancy equipment, even though I'm talking in a, you know, fancy gear right now, you don't need it to like launch. I did Twitter spaces for, wow. Just thinking about it. Like at least two, it was probably like two years before I started to like think about upgrading my, my, uh, 
my utilities here because at the end of the day, it's what's great about the spaces is you could just grab your phone and you're on. You don't have to worry about fancy gear and stuff like that. So if anybody's trying to do spaces, like don't don't get fancy gear to start with. Start with what you got, and you'll be just fine. Absolutely, you know, just to echo that as well. Like anyone with the community, like like we mentioned, those spaces are extremely well received. Um, I think from you know everybody in the community. So um, you know, if anyone is wanting to host community spaces, that's something that the main account shares out as well. Um, it's a ton of fun. You know, we jump in as well when we can and. Um, yeah, just give a shout out to everyone who's, who's running those spaces, you know, extremely appreciative. And I know the community appreciates that, um, overall as well. Love it. Hey, I'd be willing to do a, a community space a month for you guys every single month. And I wouldn't, I, I don't want anything for it. I just want to make sure that you guys are, have a good community space going once a month. I'd be happy to do it. So, um, another thing I want to ask you a couple of questions about 2023. What kind of, what events do you guys plan on going to and attending and stuff like that? Like what did you attend in 2022 that you really liked? And then what do you plan on doing in 2023 for events in real life? Oh, <laughs> that's a good question. About, you know, which ones we really liked. Last year. <laughs> well, you could, you could actually say like none of them were that good in 2022. That's fine. <laughs> Look, you know, I'll give some context. Obviously. Sure, like, sure. The actual, the best part about all those events was, and I guess it's not really a surprise. It's meeting the community, right? Like it's the events that we had with the community that were the best. Um, the actual NFT events themselves and like how they were organized. I think there's there's a lot of room um, for improvement you know, to do something really cool. Yeah, for improvement to do something really cool there. Um, you know, and I think we'll see. We'll start to see more and more. You know, we have seen more and more events as well. And you know, people have reached out to us saying, "Hey, could you come here and there?" And um, you know they're they're doing some cool things. I think they're getting better the way they're organizing these things as well. Um, but man, I mean, there's a you know a few that really stand out. Like South by was the was when we docked and we got to meet the community for the first time as well. That was super cool. Uh, NFT NYC, I think it was like close to like 400 people. Um, it was like capped out um, at the at Roar NYC. That's, or, or rather, that's awesome. I can't believe I yeah. missed that, man. I can't believe I missed that. Oh man, it was it was a blast, eh? Hey? Um, and there were a couple other activations that we had at, at NFT NYC. There was like this Puma activation at their um, flagship store as well, and that was super cool to have the community there. Um, we had like a VIP dinner as well. Where we, um, you know, so all these things were really fun. In terms of like events for, for 2023, uh, you know, we actually just posted out a survey uh, getting interest from community members as to like which uh, events they'll be attending. Um, it really just comes down to that. Hey, like, you know, where is the community actually going to be? Um, you know, what type of meetups should we be um, hosting with the community? Um, it, it's looking like NFT Paris is going to be one that we go to. It'll be the first time in the, that we um, get to see the community from Europe as well, which is super cool. Even though we've had members from Europe like fly down to those uh, the NFT NYC events and South by, which is really cool. But that one's looking like it's likely to go. Just confirming a couple of things. Um, but I'm not sure about the rest of the year, to be frank with you, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm hearing some other projects as well that, you know, notable projects that are going to things like NFT NYC as well. Um, yeah, for us, we're going to make that decision just, you know, looking at the numbers from the, from the community, what the interest is and just making, you know, going to whichever one makes the most sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I was going to say there's NFT LA. Obviously I'm a little partial to that one just because I live in Los Angeles and, uh, obviously I, I'm a big fan of NFT NYC just because it was literally the first one 
that I really knew about was NFT NYC. I, you know, I know it started, I think it, was, it launched in like 2019. Um, I was nowhere near NFTs then. So I, I agree. The first NFT NYC was literally the, the highlight for me was meeting everybody I, would, I was talking to on Spaces for like the last like nine, 10 months before that event launched. And I was just like, it was just awesome to like put a face to the name of all the people. And uh, you're right. It's meeting, meeting the community. All the people that were in the spaces were the same people that were, you know I mean? Like they were part of your community. They were part of all these communities and meeting people in real life is just so powerful once you've been chatting with them for a while. It's, it's absolutely, it's like a surreal feeling. Hey, it's like, we've been, you know, it's like, Hey, I know you, you know, that's that, you know, you're that digital, the digital line on, (laughs) on social media. Like when you actually step back and think about it, it's like, Hey, you know, that's, um, eyes fame with the glasses and um you know a lazy hat with the blood vein um and you actually get to put like faces to the digital faces i would guess um it's it's super super cool and you know but like in terms of like 2023 and what else there is out there we actually posted a sneak peek in terms of um like the future of lazy lines um you know and how we see this playing out because we've had a ton of feedback about this and you know we've just seen the nft space overall and actually made a tweet about this um you know roadmaps are, i really don't think they're the way um not anymore right at, yeah. at least for established I, I projects i couldn't agree with you more i couldn't agree with you more. a dynamic roadmap yes a roadmap like that's set in stone i would say no yeah yeah and um you, you know you probably know the reasons why as well but yeah it needs to be fluid and like flexible enough to be able to react to like um, you know, whatever challenges or like opportunities as well that the space um, provides. And, you know, really that that's not what should be guiding the project. And, and I see the benefits of like having a roadmap as well because I had some feedback about this. It's like, oh, does, you know, do you mean that like roadmaps are totally useless? I'm like, no, like I, there's definitely a place for them. You know, like for like early stage projects and like particularly like with non-founders as well because, you know, we were anonymous at the at the early stages as well. You, you need to set out that promise, right? And it's almost like, a, like here's what we – you know, like he's what we're going to do, right? Um, right. And, and then so that way it gives you like things to do. Like it gives you like, hey, like he's, uh, here are actual deliverables that are going to be coming out. Um, you know, whether or not it necessarily makes sense and that's where it gets a bit, it gets a bit weird because the space changes. Um, but then it builds a, that trust and, and it's really important. And, you know, we saw that with the early days when we released rewards and that was like, you know, less than like a month in, we had rewards out, which is like pretty complex, like software to the way it all works and integrates with Twitter and Discord and all that. Um, so it definitely has its place. And I wouldn't say, you know, any like founders or like potential founders who are, you know, listening in and thinking, damn, should I just scrap my roadmap? It has its place there. But for more established projects, I just don't think it's the way right. Um, yeah, we spoke about this during our spaces back in, uh, yeah. back in 2021, right? Like yeah. the future of these companies, right? It's, um, yeah, these are, you know, in my opinion, these are going to be massive, massive companies, some of these, right? Um, you know, and the IP that's being shared together as well, like there will be, I, I, th- I think it's very pessimistic to look at the Web3 space and go, there's not going to be a single project that like makes it out there, right? Um, yes, a ton will fail. Like that's the nature of startups, particularly tech startups, particularly in like Web3 as well. Like, that, you know, the, the odds get even slimmer there, but we all know that, you know, we're in crypto for a reason. Um but the ones that do make it, it's, you know, you, you really just got to think, like, what are these things going to look like, right? And, you know, I think if you just look at it from, like, a positive view and just go, like, how big could this thing really, really get? Um, you know, you mentioned, 
merch and and all those things and you know how much revenues they generate for uh for traditional ip companies right and, and yeah, brand. It's, bil- it's billions by the way <laughs> I, <looked it> up. <laughs> yeah. I was like wow that's like just disney alone's like billions of dollars in one year off of like merch and it's like wow so absolutely man i mean like if you look at um i think it's like pokemon which is like top on the list all time i think they've just like they've broken like a hundred billion dollars in terms of like lifetime revenues and most of that doesn't come from the trading cards or even the TV shows or the movies or anything that you probably would guess as a top one. It all comes down to the merch, right? Um, and, you know, you know, this is something that, like, early on everybody understood as well. Like, it was the dream that, like, hey, like, the next big, like, Disney is being built here. And these NFTs are almost like being able to get, you know, Mickey Mouse when Walt Disney was, um, you know, first created them back in, you know, back in the 30s and 40s. And, um and you know, so that's like always been the dream of like NFTs, and we're yet to see anybody do this properly. Uh, obviously, you know, it's it's very it's still quite early in that regard. Um, but I really think, do think it's just a matter of time there. Oh, there's no doubt; it's a matter. Of, there's too many people trying for it to not for someone to not find the success there. All they, all all you need is a couple of like handshake deals and some contracts, and all of a sudden, you know, it's. Lazy Lines is the next, you know what I mean, is the next IP that just goes meteoric. So, Yeah, and um, man, look, I mean, just speaking about Lazy Lions anyways, I mean, yeah, just look at the, you know, I'm obviously, I may be biased here, but, you know, I think the art is, you know, definitely has what it takes to go, to go mainstream. It feels like a lot of people would vibe with it, but I could be wrong. No, I think you're right. And you're also in the right space for a lion, right? It's the, you know, financial space and everybody thinks of like, at least I think of a lion or tiger or something like that. That's like, you know, bears, bulls, lions, tigers, everything just like that are ferocious usually in the space. Lions are a perfect fit. And on top of that, people just think lions are awesome. I mean, just think of the movie, The Lion King. That thing did really well. Let's go, man. (laughs) You guys got the next Lion King right here. (laughs) <laughs> I'd like to think it'll be even better than that, but no, I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> so question to you. Um, that's hilarious question to you is, so you guys are working towards obviously something big in 2023, it sounds like, and in 2024 uh, and, and moving forward, which projects besides lazy lions, like, do you think, give me your top three projects that you think that are, are just crushing it in the space, according to you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, Bored Apes, um, you know, we got massive respect from them from like the early days. Uh, they, um, you know, I, th- I think they've just, what they've done for the space is incredible. And, um, you know, I'm obviously like a massive fan, massive fan of, of what they've done. Um, look, I really like Forgotten Runes, right? You know, I mentioned this before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> i got to shout out my guys. Like, if anyone's actually seen what they've done, um, you know, I think it's really cool how they're going about the storytelling and, um, you know, and, and what they're trying to do at the moment, um, and like the future of Forgotten Runes, like for me, it makes sense. Maybe it's got the, the RuneScape background, but hey, like from my point of view, I, I do think they're doing it quite well. Um, and the other one as well, which may be controversial, may not, but you know, I've, I've got a ton of respect for how they're um, executing things, specifically around like branding, uh, is Azuki. Um, yeah. you know, those would be like the, if you had to ask me for three, it would be. It would be those those ones, and there are some other ones as well. And you know, I've got like a, you know, I speak with other founders all the time, so it's like you know, hopefully no one's like listening in. They're like, Ash, you 
No, you didn't. So you didn't. That's the good thing about making a list of things that you like, like rather than things you don't like. I don't ever want to go down that negative path. Like my space, you know, my spaces are usually positive. It's like, Hey, let's make lists of good things, not make lists of bad things. Right. In my mind, it's like, if you think Azuki is amazing, you think, you know, forgotten runes is amazing. You think bored apes. Like, I think you're right. I mean, you're, I mean, you're obviously right on all three of those. I think storytelling NFTs, I think are the future as well. Um, I also think games, storytelling, NFTs, and like music. What are you? What are your? What's your top three categories that are going to like change the NFT space? Do you think? Is it? Is it that? Like which? Which category? Is it games? Is it music? Is it storytelling NFTs? With is it a combination of all three? I think all those like aspects, like and like you know, you, you mentioned parts of like the entertainment industry. I think all those things will be infected by NFTs. Um, you know, like see it in whether it's you know in a year, a few years, or, you know, whatever the time frame looks like. But I do think it's just a matter of time. And it just comes down to, like, when you really think about it, like, you know, question, like, are we becoming more and more digital in our lives, right? Obviously, obviously, yes. <laughs> obviously, right? And then it's like COVID accelerated the hell out of that. And, you know, we saw what happened with the whole NFT craze as well. Right. Um, and it doesn't look like that trend is going to stop, right? So it's like we're becoming more and more digital. Um, we're spending more time there. We're receiving a ton of value there. Um you know, like all these aspects of entertainment as well, we're enjoying them online. Um, and it's like NFTs provide a way to, you know, and not just own, but be able to trade, buy, sell, um, receive the benefits of, you know, all from digital goods, right? It's a way to communicate with digital goods. And, you know, that just like cool concepts, right? It's like, it's, it, it's going to be a part of, of all these things. Um, you know, the exact sequence, yeah, that's hard to tell uh, as well. I think it just comes down to like investment and whatever just like pops off and you know, it's hard to tell which one it'll be. Um, like with gaming specifically, like we mentioned before, there's a lot of negative stigma around that. Um, but, you, you know, that like that, that's going to happen. But, you know, is that going to be the first thing that happens? Is it going to be music? That's a bit harder to tell. Right. I was going to say, especially gaming. Um, I keep thinking gaming is going to be like this big watershed moment where like this big door opens up and all these people come flooding through because they don't even realize they have NFTs, but they're playing uh, games that actually have interchangeable assets for the first time. And they just don't know they have NFTs. But, you know, theoretically speaking, it takes so long to make a game, a good game, not, not just like a casual social game, um, you know, but a good game like, uh, you know, what people expect from games. And I'm not saying like this one, this, whatever this, um, Yuga game that came out there, the swamp or the, the butthole thing. Um, I don't even know what the, <laughs> that game was. Uh, you know, I'm assuming that's a, <laughs> I'm assuming that's a unity game with like a re restructuring of like something that's already been built and stuff like that. So. Yeah. It's not a, um, like by traditional games, I don't think, that alone would, you know, get a lot of people playing the game because, no. you know, those things like go dime a dozen, those like runner games. Yeah, um, exactly. It's fun. Like, what apes have executed that well and like in the grand scheme of things and, and how they're doing, um, you know, how they're going about the mint and stuff and what it looks like. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, gaming is just a matter of time. But, you know, it sort of ties in with, you know, I can't give too much as well because you know, we'll be sharing this out like later in the month. And I did make some tweets about this too, but. Um, it sort of goes back into the roadmap as well, right? Like roadmaps, I don't think are the future. Um, I mentioned about you know visions and, and, and missions and, and them being clear, um, and I think that's the key part as well. Like we've seen a lot of the NFT space 
um, you know, we learn from, you know, ourselves and some of the things we've done and we can learn from, you know, what other people have done as well. Um, I think there needs to be, I think you need to be building in, in public, right? Like that's, that's critical to like an NFT success. And that's something that, you know, being super critical of ourselves, um, it's something that we could improve on, like looking about, looking back at like 2022, um, and even 21 and, you know, there were reasons, but it doesn't really matter. It's, you know, that's something that I think, I think is an opportunity for us for sure. Um, and we've been like ramping up with that and like our community, our comms with the community and, you know, we intend to keep doing that as well. Um, and so like just sharing like a vision or mission sometimes doesn't work super well. You know, I've seen it, it can be a bit confusing, um, you know, people want to know more as well. Like, you know, we're dealing with community members who, you know, own the IP to the brand as well, right? Like, or at least part of the IP with the sure. with the lazy lines. Obviously, they're you know, you know, they're going to be people people who are super interested. Like, it's you know, otherwise they wouldn't be committed to that kind of level. So, I think there needs to be more detail that needs to be shared. And I haven't seen anyone do this really, really well in a way where it's like, hey, like, you know, we've actually got an idea of how. Um, you know how things are going to tie into each other, and you know, you know how value is going to be created. I'm not speaking about like specifics, because then, like you mentioned, we get into this, we get into this world where like specifics are mentioned, but then the space changes, and it's like, does that really matter, anyways? Like, who cares about like the minute details right now when we're talking about like you know the future and um, you know strategy and like, like high level, like how things are going to work out? Like those small little details aren't important, right? And those are the things that are probably going to change, and it doesn't matter if they do change. Um, they should change, but high level, um, you know, like what is lazy lions, you know, what's going to be involved, um, you know, how will things, how will different like business units interact with each other? Um, and you know, how is value ultimately going to be created for, uh, the NFTs and for the IPs and, you know, we spent a ton of time and, um, you know, strategizing with this, but obviously because that's something that we need to do and myself and nine have you know, looked at, I think, at like six or seven probably like fully fleshed out business ideas as well with Lazy Lines, what the future could look like. And, we, you know, we critiqued every single one of them. We spoke with a ton of community members. We looked at what's been working for us and what makes the most sense. And, you know, I'm excited to share what this will actually look like. Uh, you know, I don't think I've seen this done in the space before. We shared like a little teaser image, but, you know, it should showcase, you know, what the future of Lazy Lions really looks like. So I'm excited to see the feedback from community on this. When are you uh, going to announce that? That super special thing, because I, I was just wondering so I could have you back on the space and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta talk oh, about it. We, got, we gotta talk about it, man. This is crazy. You gotta give us. You can't give us like a little hint right now. A little drop. A little alpha drop. <laughs> a little piece. Now look, um, <laughs> it, it'll be in January, and you know it's. What, that, that's that's like a week. 20. There's like a week left. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sooner than we think. It's, um, but yeah, man, I'm in Australia, so we're a day forward as well. Oh, so. that's right. So it's an even shorter time period for you guys. <laughs> All right. I got, I got some other um, questions for you that I definitely just want to know. Like, if you had this all over to do again, right, what would you do differently? And don't say nothing. Everything worked out great. All that stuff. There's got to be something you would do differently from 2021 until now. What would it be? Oh, it's a good question, man. I mean, you know, we do these like retros, uh, like on a regular basis as well. Um, sometimes when, you know, something really big happens, like whether it's like, the, the, you know, the you know, economic crash and um, like post mint sometimes and, but like sure. try and do it like regular, like quarterly basis as well. Um, 
we've been pretty structured with these kind of things. Um, man, there's a few things. Like I mentioned, you know, building transparently, I think is like one of those like key things because it, it just like infects all other areas, right? It builds up trust or, you know, takes away from it sure. as well. Sure. So it's like, even if the team is doing a bunch of things um, and, you know, plans change because it's just, hey, we're dealing in a startup. You know, I do think if you're building transparently, like the community, or at least, you know, more of the sophisticated ones anyways, will understand and appreciate that. Um, whereas if you're just building in the dark, you know, just putting, my shoes in the, putting myself in the shoes of community members, it can be like, like hey, what the hell's going on, right? Um, so, you know, that's, that's something that we can definitely do better. I mentioned this before. And, um, you know, something if we could go back and change, for sure. Of course, we would do that as well. Um, there are other things like, um, like with, with releasing certain like pro, like releasing certain initiatives, um, and like projects in the past, like, you know, whether it was things like collectibles, maybe, um, even though I think, you know, like it was, it was really, really cool at the time and it brought a ton of people and it's like, Hey, if we didn't put that, like, you know, like insurmountable like pressure on like, you know, everybody in the team to go, Hey, like this needs to come out in like, you know, not even months, but like weeks, uh, which is just because like, that's how the space felt. And like, that just comes from like, I think a lack of experience on like my part as well, where it's just like, Hey, like, you know, we need to get this out now. And, um, you know, obviously like when I say things like that and then like the rest of the team, like that's going to get everybody working in a certain way. Right. Sure. Um, we're all going to for that deadline, even if that may not be the best thing. So, um, yeah, you know, that's something that I've learned where it's like, Hey, like, you know, there's always going to be people and myself included who are like, fuck, like this thing should be like out yesterday. It's like, Hey, like, yes, of course we have to move quick, but there's a balance between, you know, moving like at hyper speed and then doing things properly. And, you know, you can't do them both, right? Like there needs to be, there's a balance to these things. Um, and, and you know, how we've solved that is like, we've brought in people. So like, you know, we have like Steve in the team who's been working um, more and more with us now as well as we've been like ramping up things. Uh, he's incredible. He's got a ton of experience as like a, um, in terms of operations and a CEO and like helping um, you know, companies scale up or just organizing them. So like, you know, we rely a lot on, on him for these things and it's been super, super good to just go, hey, like, Steve, what are your thoughts on you know, timelines for this, resourcing, does this all make sense? And you know, he's been working really hard with us on, uh, you know, setting out 2023 and beyond and like the projects and, and scoping them all out. And like that's something he's actively doing. So, uh, you know, that's how we've sort of uh, tackled that one. And we're going to continue to bring on more people as well. You know, like we're right now, we're also actively looking for a, uh, you know, someone in marketing. Uh, and we're not going to rush that. Yeah, that's probably another thing, like not rushing hires too. That's a great um, idea, by the way. It's a great idea. Don't rush hires. I've definitely seen that a lot in the startup and tech space where you you basically hire too fast and then you have to let, you know, end up laying off like 30 or 40% of your staff once you realize you hired too fast. And then that, that, that doesn't win for anybody. Like the hire, the person being hired, you know, left the, probably a job that was a little bit more stable. And then all of a sudden, four months later, you got to like lay him off because him, her off, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, they find out, you know, the hard way they tried to do, you know, take advantage of something. And now all of a sudden that, that, uh, job is gone because, you know, hiring too fast, it definitely happens. Absolutely. Right. And, and like, even just like moving people up into roles, like we had, um, like a volunteer mod as well. Um, like overall, like moderators, like the Royal Kings, Queens that I mentioned, like have been incredible, like super valuable to, to, to us. To me personally as well, like, you know, I chat with community, 
um, you know, like some of these members all the time just to get like feedback on how things are going and like different perspectives as well. And I'm obviously always like on uh, Twitter and Discord as well. Like it's always in the background, but just to get a different perspective, I think is really good. But you know, we we rushed to put people in certain positions just because of how crazy it was. Um, and you know, that's backfired with us. Um, you know, there was like a certain episode of that without getting into the details. Um, and that community member probably shouldn't have been put in that position. And that really hurt the project as well, which sucks. So it's like not rushing with that. But, you know, I mean, like I understand where it came from. You know, when we did these retros, it's like you want to, like you want to, you want to delight the community, right? Like you want to provide things where the community goes like, Hey, like this is, this is awesome. You want to build the, build out the project and, um, you know, you want it done yesterday. And so, you know, that's where that pressure comes from. But like I mentioned, there's a fine balance and, you know, you got to do things, you got to do things properly. And, you know, I know you said not to say this as well, but look, at the end of the day, like, you know, Lazy Lines, like we're, it's top 60 traded volume of all time. Um, you know, we were, there were probably hundreds of projects, if not thousands of projects. Being yeah, I, would, released. I would go with thousands for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like there was no guarantee or promise or anything that, you know, myself, Nine, and, you know, this random idea that we had, and sure, we put a ton of effort looking into it, but there was no, you know, there was no guarantee that this thing was going to blow off the way it did, right? right? And, you know, we took a chance. We put all of our time into it. We've been full-time on this since, you know, since those days. Um, you know, more than full-time, really, considering the hours and stuff. But, oh, yeah. Um, There's no doubt. <laughs> yeah, and, like, to, to have the community be, you know, the way it is now, like, you know, incredibly, like, uh, it's incredibly humbling every time, you know, I speak with community members, the DMs, and the tweets that we see. Um, to have the pro- project active, to be able to have the resources that we have now as well, and you know the plan that we have forward and the, and the team that we're building, like man, I'm super excited because you know I, I can't wait to see this you know this conversation again when we have it. Um, I'm sure, we could have it when we announce the details. But, yeah, you know, we, we got do it you. like a year again. We we're not waiting a year again. We're not waiting a year again. I can promise you that, my man. I didn't want to wait a year in the first place. I just wasn't sure you guys were like ready to like talk about anything right now. So. I'm excited that you guys are even here and we're chatting again. This is really, really great. And again, guys, if you haven't checked out Lazy Lions, like I can tell you right now, um, Asher and Nine and the whole community, they're pretty amazing. And the uh, the project itself, the, the business itself is also pretty amazing. So this is not like me, you know, giving you financial advice. This is me just saying, I love what these guys are building. I love that, you know, these guys are actually, very, I think they're very transparent and, uh, you know, I think, uh, the, like I said, the art is pretty, pretty dope, especially the lazy hat lines, like with the hat, and the brim flipped up. It's pretty amazing. So the entire thing is great. So in 2023, I see this roadmap that I just pinned to the top, although I think it just got repinned over again. Um, it says how it all ties in and it's like, a, <laughs> it's a map. <laughs> it's like blurred out. So. I like the, I like the image. I just pinned it back up to the top. It's definitely, I mean, I can definitely read through that and definitely, I know exactly where we're going now. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> and we've, <laughs> God, it's a bit cheeky, but um, you've probably seen this as well, right? Like we took inspiration from, you know, like entertainment, like behemoths, like Disney, Heck you yeah. know, and the way they've yeah. done this before. Yeah. Um, you know, and like how they've mapped out like their future during the early days of Disney. And like, that's where we took some of the inspiration for this as well. And just thought, Hey, like what's the future of web three? What's the future of lazy lions, the future of entertainment. Um, and you know, and other things that, you know, 
that aren't included as well and um, and just mapped it all out. And um, no, look, I'm, I'm super excited to share it with the community and everybody. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Sounds good, my man. So are we going to, uh, are we going to have any other mints in 2023 from the Lions? Any airdrops that I should be aware of or? It's not, that's not like the top priority at the moment. Like thinking about, um, you know, like additional like characters or, or NFT drops. Um, not right now. Um, like there are other things that are focused, like the immediate focus right now, um, besides obviously sharing out the plans with the communities is rewards um, and building out the team. Like that's posting my priority as well with the team part and finding the right people. Um, so yeah, I would say let's see how the, the, the plays out. Yeah. I love what you guys did though. You, you airdropped the Cubs to holders and then they were able to give out the Cubs to other people to onboard into the community. I mean, that's brilliant. Yeah, man. And uh, <laughs> Sorry to compliment and, you, but I mean, that is brilliant. Like you gave no, everybody the seeds and they basically, you know, planted them and then you got a whole bunch of new users. And I think that's the way to do it. That was, brilliant. yeah, that was brilliant. So and just, just something on that as well, right? Like airdrops, um, just because of like the way the market is, but you know, we have other plans for how we can reward, uh, you know, like loyal members for, for holding lions, for holding cubs, for holding bungalows um, from now. Right, so even though there may not be, uh, you know, things like airdrops of NFTs um, immediately, there may, you know, we've been, you know, we've we've surprised before with things like the comics. Um, you know, like we do have a way to be able to reward members from now, and you know, like hint hint, it obviously has to do with uh, rewards 3.0. So, yeah, also excited to share that when the when the time is right. We gotta we gotta do it on a space, my man. We can't we can't wait can't wait that long to do another space with you guys. I want to, I want to have some alpha to drop for everybody. That's what I'm talking about. So question, I, I'm going to give you one more question and then uh, we'll see if anybody has any questions, which I don't think they do. I don't see anybody asking any questions, throw me any DMS. That's okay. Um, kind of defeating the, defeating my argument that, you know, live audio is going to actually replace podcasting. So maybe, maybe people do just want to listen and not ask questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, 2023, my question to you is what are you going to do? Absolutely. Number one thing in 2023, you're going to do, that's going to, that it's going to put lazy lions on the map for 2023 and have everybody talking about it again. Is there something that you guys are pulling off that's huge besides the thing on the roadmap that's blurred out. Is there anything you can tell me that, that you guys are doing in 2023 that's going to like blow, blow out, you know, basically blow the hats off people. Yeah. It's going to be a cheeky response, but I would say it's all in that image. (laughs) All right. Well played. Well played, sir. Let me see if I got any questions here. I usually have some questions at the bottom of my Q and a. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's a sneaky way to get some alpha, but, but look, Hey, I'm happy if you want to do, um, like have people request up to speak. Yeah, well. any, anybody that has any questions, please feel free to like hit the request button and like, come on up and ask questions. Cause this is your chance. Like, uh, you know, these guys do not come on spaces all day. Um, I'm the one who does. So, uh, you know, this is the time for you to ask your questions to lazy lines and we have nobody. Fantastic. So what do you want your community to know? Oh, we got somebody. Here we go. Here we go. 
and bam. Let's see. What's up, my man? Frank, is it Frankie? Frankie Bev? What's up, man? Uh, I'm not a man, but hello. Okay, Frank, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Frankie. Go ahead. Hey, Queen. How's it going? Hey, my question is, what does it mean when you say cheeky? I just don't understand this terminology, Asher. <laughs> Probably Aussie slang then. Um, uh, like it's a bit of a... Um... Sarcastic. Sharp, a sharp response, a sarcastic response, right? Uh, no, like it's um. Well, why am I struggling to explain like Aussie terms? Eh? like um. I know what cheeky means. Like people are like, like oh, trying to get more information. Then yeah, like, yeah. Then, uh, then you being, so cheeky. Yeah. Stop being so cheeky. <laughs> I've heard people say that. That's a English term, actually. Go ahead, cool. What's up, cool? Hey, how are you doing? Good. I was just gonna ask a question about like the uh, I, if we can maybe talk a little bit about the IP on the lions. I don't know if we, I came in a little bit late. I don't know if we've covered that already. Yeah, for sure. Like um, in terms of like how does everybody own the IP, like how that works? Well, maybe like some examples that we can maybe see or have seen um, some way to kind of use it as a utility. Yeah, man, that's a great question, right? Just to lay out the background as well, like to answer the rest of that as well. Like everybody does own the IP to their lines. So if you have the, NFT that gives you the IP rights to that specific lion, um, you know, not the lazy lion's name or the you know those kind of trademarks to not cause confusion. But you know, we've seen community members use it in like different ways, right? Like we have like uh, there's like hot sauce that's being created with like roaring sauces. Um, you know, we've seen members use like cubs, lions, and like the the different ages as well as part of their like health programs as well. Um, but look, the reality is as well, like not everyone is going to be in a position to like fully utilize the IP themselves. And like, that is okay. Um, you know, and I actually think that's part of, you know, I know that that is part of like lazy lines and like the company's like mission, right. And like, you know, the team's mission to like provide, you know, an easy way for the community to be able to exploit that IP. Um, and you know, that's a process, but like, that's something that we've realized just, you know, um, from speaking with communities, from seeing how the space works out, like absolutely we should encourage that and, and we will and we do. But um, yeah, I think the future is being able to provide like access to, you know, straightforward op- um, opportunities that the community members um, like yourself can, you know, take advantage of um, and then be able to, you know, have your line, you know, be shown in. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to give away the image, of course, but, you know, you can imagine like where it can end, end up, like on the big screen or, um, you know, in someone's hands and, you know, whatever it may be. But, um, yeah, I think that's what the future looks like. Would you say for someone that's not in a position to maybe use the, um, IP to the, to their full advantage, would you say maybe leasing it out? Would that be a possibility? Uh, definitely. Definitely. Yep. All right, cool. Yeah, I, hey, sir, sir, uh, last question. Oh, you got another question. Okay. Go for it, man. Uh, would that go towards the same for the Cubs as the OGs? Correct. Yes. Cubs, um, OGs, bungalows, you own the IP rights to those um, NFTs. And, you know, like, uh, you know, sp- maybe speaking ahead of myself here as well, but like with the future, I don't know if that's something that we're going to do with every single NFT because that's obviously a big thing. And then it does produce like a couple of challenges, like some challenges for the for the team as well in terms of, you know, doing potential deals and, and, and things like that. 
Um, but that's okay because we believe like with the IP, like that's a cool part of what we're doing here. So with the OGs, with the Cubs, with the bungalows, absolutely. But, you know, for, for everything, you know, for other things in the future, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way just because I think that works out best for the project. But it's a case-by-case thing. There you go. All right. Um, who is this? Sir chef Oh, nice. I like that name. Sir chef What's up? Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, it's Chief, but I like to eat after a Chief. <laughs> gotcha. So, Sir chief what's up? My boys. Yo, I have to feel obligated to ask Asher. King, that image you have up there, do you intend to use IP in that image? Or do you have any plans to use the overall IP of Lazy Lions in 2023? If you don't want to perjure yourself, I understand. I just felt obligated to ask as a community member. <laughs> Cheeky responses are welcome. I can't tell if he's answering or not. Any answer? Or, I don't know. <laughs> That's fair enough. They really need a, like an eyes reaction. Hey, <laughs> that would just top up Twitter spaces. Um, like, uh, absolutely. <laughs> Let's fucking go, my boy. I love it, dude. I did not expect that response. I thought for sure you'd be like, we'll talk about it later. To, you know, another week or two. We'll talk about it. Respect, dude. Dropping some alpha today. I like it. There we go. We got a little bit of alpha. Sir uh, Sir Chief, you got one more question? Or are, you, or are you good? No, I'm solid. That got me going for the night. I'm going to go ahead and do what I do. I appreciate it, everybody. Have a good night. Yeah, thanks for coming. I appreciate you, Jake. Yeah, good question. Good, definitely a very valid question. All right. Um, now that I'm wrapping up the space a little bit here, this is going to be the last piece. What's the, like, what's the, uh, what are you grateful for in, like, for, like, 2022? And uh, what are you looking forward to most in 2023? Tough one. Man, it's, yeah, no, no, it's, it's not that tough at all. I mentioned this before. Like, I'm, you know, I'm extremely grateful. I mean, for just like interactions like that right now, right? Like, you know, community members coming up. Like, that's for me, you know, I'm, I've mentioned this before. Like, um, you know, during these like kind of interactions, like, you know, DMs, just posting something out on socials and like seeing the response, like, it's always just a reminder of like, how passionate of a community like we have. And I'm extremely grateful because you mentioned this before, right? Like not every project is like that, you know, like a ton of projects are, you know, now in the graveyard of NFTs. Right. Yep. Um, so like that, like I'm extremely grateful for, and it's what gets me super, super bullish as well. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's part of the reason I get super bullish. Obviously I know what we're working on it. You know, that's, you know, that gets me really excited as well, but you know, what we're building and how we're building it together with the community, like, I, you know, that I, I think is just like the winning recipe where, you know, we just, we, we can't help but just win. And I think it's, um, you know, that's what gets me really, really excited, you know, and then, you know, being able to do like, you know, event meetups and, you know, catch up with all community members and be like, hey, like, you know, these are some of the things that we've like been able to achieve all together. Um, and, you know, this is how everyone's been like rewarded for that as well. And then just having a great time, like, I think, you know, you know, that's super, super exciting. So, yeah. Nice. Is there tw- something in 2023 that's make it, gonna make you like super excited? Is it, is it the meetups? Is it like, is there one thing you're looking forward to the most and you just can't say? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm not, not talking about the um, <laughs> uh, like future and, you know, those things, which, you know, probably shared more alpha than I need to right, 
right now, and you know, nine and the team are gonna gonna be uh, very happy about that. But um, no, look, I'll, I'll speak about um, you know in the context of like meeting community. You know, if the Paris thing does go down, we're just waiting on a couple more details. I think like meeting people in like Europe for the first time because we've got a really passionate community base there. Right. Um, it's something like close to like twenty percent of community members. Wow, that are in- that's huge. Also. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, because we had we've had a couple of events in the U.S. and of course, like you know, majority is is there, and that's not going to change as well. Because um, what's the percentage breakdown, if you don't mind me asking? Is it like eighty twenty? Is it like sixty twenty twenty? Like, what is the percentage breakdown for? Yeah, it's around there. It's like sixty something in the U.S. and then like twenty in um, in Europe, and then there's about like um, you know, last time we checked, it was like five percent, seven percent. Australia, and then you've got Asia as well, and obviously um, uh, you know, Africa too. And it's um, never would have expected, so, yeah. yeah, never would have expected that little in Australia, just because you guys are, you know, what I mean, you're an Australian project. It's even cooler. So, but that also probably goes to like the how many people are actually in Australia versus the United States, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Like it's tiny here, and it's yeah, you know, we're all um, you know, it's all upside down, and you know, it, it's beautiful, <laughs> but everything. <laughs> <laughs> dude you're you, you guys are always so awesome coming up into this space i very much appreciate this chat with you asher like we're gonna have to redo this again like i said when the news comes out i want to jump on another space with you and talk about this like crazy um i'm super interested you're definitely my first like project that i absolutely loved there were many before you but none i was like so into or I was actually giving away my own lazy lions to communities like community members because, uh, or future community members in my spaces for free. Like I had nothing, like I had no vested interest and I still have no vested interest with you guys. And it's interesting that I, I was willing to just be like, yeah, here's another lion. Cause I want to just make more community members cause the community is amazing. So I just want to say thanks again. Um, I look forward to hopefully, you know, you guys come into the U S again, I'd really like to meet you in real life. You and nine, um, and whoever, you know, whatever, whatever team members you guys got, and again, um, thanks for showing up today. It really means a lot to this community that I'm building here as well. And um, you know, let's try to schedule something when the when the new the new news comes out, and we can talk about it more. Sound good? Sounds great. I appreciate you, King. Yeah, and, uh, you know, same here. Everybody listening in as well. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much. Thanks to the audience, and thanks for Asher and Nine down there, and the rest of the community for coming out. This has been another episode of the Daily Buzz. I will be on again tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. See you guys then. We'll be talking with Mintify. But today, this, this chat's over. Thanks for coming, Asher. You rock, man. Lazy Lions, baby. Daily Buzz. A screaming comes a thousand miles. It might be yours. It might be mine. God forgive, but don't forget you.